Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hope you're all having a fantastic Wednesday. Halfway through the week. Hope it's been a fantastic week for you thus far. Um, I'm super excited today for our happy hour session to be joined by the one and only Miss Letty Rodriguez. She, uh, if you don't follow her already, she's a a phenomenal woman. Um, she's a she's a little sprite of a lady, but she is definitely a force to be reckoned with. And I'm super excited to have her join me. I've been able to work with her quite a few times over the years, and watched her grow and hone her skills, and just really thrilled to have her as a friend and to have her join us and share her story. Um, I do see that she's joined, so I'm going to go ahead and add her. Hopefully, we won't have too many technical difficulties. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining in. Happy, happy day. Um, there she is. Hi. Yay. <laughs> Hello, lovely. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? So, I am fantastic. I'm going to turn... <laughs> I got to turn my volume up. Oops. This is not working very well. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you look fantastic as always. Thank you. I decided it's... to do a little something different with my hair, so purple it is. <laughs> I, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan, as you know, of the purple, oh, yeah. so <laughs> I love it. It is so good to see your face. It has been such a long time. Oh, my God. Yes, it has, for sure. <laughs> craziness, craziness. So thank you for joining me. And, um, of course. I was just telling, oh, please, of course, you're like a phenomenal, phenomenal woman. Um, I was just telling, telling everybody all about you, or at least a little bit about you, a little teaser about all the amazing stuff that you do. So I want to, I want to talk about your jewelry. I want to talk about your welding, your career, kind of how you got started. I want to talk about all of the good stuff. Um, but, um, but let's, let's start with just a quick little introduction. Tell everybody who may not already follow you. And if yeah. you don't already follow her, you should follow her. Uh, <laughs> what What is it that you do, my dear? All right. Well, I am Letty Rodriguez. I am a welder. I've been welding for about almost six years. I started in 2014. I was a fresh high school graduate <laughs> uh, when I decided to go into trade school. And just last year, I decided to dabble with silversmithing. So I, it's been about... A year since I've been doing that now, so yeah, it is so awesome. I, every, for anybody who doesn't know Letty, literally anything that I have seen this woman set her mind to, she's able to accomplish. Like it is, it is no, it is no joke. She was doing trailer building, like camper trailers. She's doing done work on cars. She started to she's like I'm gonna do jewelry, and now she makes like the yeah. most jewelry. <laughs> just incredibly, incredibly talented. So what, um, right now, where are you working? I work at Gorbel. Um, it's a company in Goodyear. We build overhead workstation cranes and jibs. Um, so for like warehouses, um, automotive shops, we have a little uh, shop crane set up to hoist engines out and stuff like that. So yeah. I've seen some of your pictures from that, um, mm -hmm. from from your old Instagram account, and like you do some like really massive scale. Yeah, it's stuff. heavy gauge steel, like half inch to an uh, inch thick uh, steel. So it's pretty, and it's big, I mean, big stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like 300, 400 feet. Yeah, it's huge. 
So, because I have to ask this, even though like we hate the, the common question that guys ask us all the time is like, how do you do with the heavy stuff? Um, but for for folks that don't like, mm -hmm. don't know, and, and you are obviously super successful at your career, you manage mm -hmm. despite your size. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys can't tell because she's sitting down, but she's little. <laughs> I am small. I'm 5'1". <laughs> I've got a whole inch on you, so right, I really can't like, say much. But um, but how how does that or does it affect your work? Um, not at all. I mean, thank God for cranes, right? Um, that's a, how a lot of us uh, maneuver our materials to build things. Um, but my size has not been an issue at all with my work, and I think because of that, other seat like oh wow, she's tiny, but I mean, I still get my work done. Yeah. Just as, you know, someone that might be 6'3", you know, there's no issue at all. Good. Yeah. I, f I figured as much. I knew yeah. that. I just <laughs> wanted to hear you say it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, don't you get hear that all the time? Like, I, oh, yeah. I hear, like, how do you deal with the heavy stuff? I'm like, the same way everybody else does. I roll. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. The guys aren't <laughs> lifting that stuff either by, the, by themselves. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And then, like, what might work for somebody else to do something like I have to figure out a way that would be safe for me because I am smaller than most people in the industry you just have to figure out how to do it your way yeah absolutely mm -hmm. very cool so now how did you get into that into you welding yeah um well to take it back a few yeah let's rewind uh, yeah. time um I grew up around the car scene my entire life um my parents they started a lowrider car club yeah oh, I <laughs> so my tank yes <laughs> um yeah they started a lowrider car club in the early 90s so I literally went to car shows every weekend for most of my life um so I knew um when I was in high school like I wanted to do something around that um, but, you know, high school, they pressure you into go to college and university and, you know, not everyone wants to do that. And that's perfectly okay. Um, I actually, I was thinking about what I was going to say today. <laughs> um, I actually went to a community college to apply, but um, just the process of that alone, I'm like, I do not want to go to college at all. Um, and I had an interest in welding. Um, actually, my great-great-grandmother was a truck driver in the early 1930s um, my grandmother <laughs> my grandmother um, she's a forklift operator um, she was working for Revlon back in the 70s I think she's like the second woman to drive a forklift and then you That's know so the, cool. a lot of the men in my family were carpenters or built their own motorcycles and cars so I think having that in my family just like it was meant to happen that I became a welder. Um, so it's yeah, in your blood. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I didn't really like pay attention to that growing up, but you know, after the fact, I was like, oh man, this totally makes sense how I ended up in what I'm doing now. Um, but yeah, I graduated high school in 2014, and I enrolled myself into a trade school, and then I graduated 11 months later, and I've been doing it since then. Do you how, do you feel like trade school was worth it versus going straight into the field? Like I hear that question a lot. Like, should I go to yeah. school? Should I just get a job? What's your take on that? Um, so I always uh, get people to ask me like, where do you start um, for those interested? And I always suggest like shadow somebody if you 
know someone in the industry because for an example like one of my coworkers, he started out as a shipper and his father is a welder so he would you know practice with his dad on his breaks and our company hired him on as a welder so he has no schooling but now he's a welder so there's an example um but once you do shadow someone and you do love and you are interested in doing that then i would suggest going to school um i mean there's a lot of trade schools through the valley now when i went to trade school there was maybe like one or two if that so then i would invest going to school i mean everyone teaches you the basics yeah just gotta find a job (laughs) i guess after that (laughs) but you feel like it was worth it oh yeah definitely how long of a program was the one that you did um arizona automotive institute was 11 months okay yeah Um, I know some trade schools are like a year, some are two years, but I feel like that's more automotive mechanic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I am. My my cat has joined in on the conversation. (laughs) People do that. At some point, he's going to try to knock the phone off with the tripod. I know. (laughs) Cooper, my basset hound, is running back and forth, so he might make an appearance, too. Your dog is the (laughs) cutest. Oh, my God. So now you, when you were done with trade school, you started mm-hmm. working in more automotive side of welding yes. versus where you're at now. Yeah. So my first shop job um, was at Retro RVs and we restored vintage camper trailers and Airstreams. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't doing like a whole ton of welding then, um, but it was mostly like aluminum fabrication. Um, nice. Yeah, I was like riveting the panels on the Airstreams. Um, I learned some carpentry, some electrical there. What else did I do? Plumbing, which perhaps to you plumbers out there, I could I couldn't do that. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, with trailers, you have to do like everything. Like the mobile homes, yeah. like it's not just the welding or the mechanical. it's, yeah. it's a house oh, yeah. on yeah, wheels. Yeah, it's a mini house. Oh yeah. yeah, and with the what do they call it? The small house craze right now. You know, yes, the minimalist stuff. Yeah, those were super popular when I was... Would, uh, would you ever do that? Go live in a tiny house? Oh, no. No. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe a tiny house and then a big-ass garage. I could do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cheers. Yes. Cheers to that. <laughs> yes, I need two trailers. One to live in and one to have my garage. <laughs> yes. My <laughs> That's awesome. I've been craving it recently. I've been, like, seeing on Instagram, like, all the people with, like, uh, converted school buses and going off and right? doing bohemian like right i'm like that's yeah (laughs) i feel like if you're handy and you know tools you could easily restore your own camper just saying like it's super simple i totally want to do it i want to (laughs) sell everything and go live in a converted school bus yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so then so you're doing campers and then what Mm -hmm. tell me tell Um, me more see and then after that so while i was in trade school i was apprenticing at um, Jason's shop, uh, the Campbell's. So I was learning classic car restoration while I was in school. And then I got a full-time job at the camper place. And then I left there cause that shop was not a good shop to work for, unfortunately, but it happens. You go through shops. Um, so I started working with the Campbell's and oh my God, like, I'm so happy that I got to do one of my dream jobs, uh, when I first got in the industry. So I was restoring classic cars, which I'm 
super passionate about. I mean, I grew up around them most of my life, so. Uh, so the switch to industrial welding, where did that decision come yeah. from? Yeah, so um, I got laid off at a job and I saw that Rachel had posted her job was hiring. I was like, oh, hey girl, uh, I need a job. So, um, so you knew it. Rachel previously? Did you yeah. know her person? Okay. Um, so we actually went to the same trade school. Okay. Uh, but we didn't know each other then. Like I would see her around, but you know, you're busy in school. You don't really have time to talk to others. And I think she was a class ahead. Okay. Um, so that was that. And then years later, she had found me on Instagram. I was like, oh shit, that's the girl that was at my trade school. Nice. So when I saw her post that, um, I applied and got hired, like spot on, um, that company. We'll get into that later, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, we worked together for a few months there. Um, we built um, stair railings and staircases. So that was more of the industrial structural stuff. Okay. Um, I got to learn how to fit there, so I was fitting a lot of the rails at that shop. It was That's cool work. Like, I enjoyed the work and my coworkers, but management, like, double. So then you guys both stuff. went to this current place together. Yes. Yeah, so Rachel left. Um, we probably worked together at the shop maybe for five months, if that. I can't remember. It was a couple of years now, but uh, again... Um, the shop we work at now, they were hiring, so she hit me up. So I went to go apply and yeah, hired spot on. And nice. yeah, we've been working together um, over a year now. That is very cool. Uh, yeah, the company really cool. I'm at now is phenomenal. Like they are so for like our mission, like uh, supporting other women. Um, we brought in shadows, you know, students um, to see what a real welding shop is like. Yeah, so that's super cool of them to allow us to do that. So for people who don't know, um, this this woman that she speaks of, Rachel, um, she's actually <laughs> going to be doing a happy hour with us in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. But um, uh, she's also a welder. She's under uh, Rated R for Rachel, I think is still her Instagram handle. Um, she's so my yes, work wife. He is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so we'll, let's chat a little bit about that. Like, do you, what do you feel like the benefits are or what has been your experience of, you know, having another woman to work with in, in your job? Like a lot of women don't get that opportunity. Like it's rare no, for us to yeah. meet each other, let alone mm -hmm. like work together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure you can agree with this too. Like most tradeswomen, we are the only women or woman in our shop. Um, so to work with another lady badass in this industry is amazing. Like, I can't relate to my male coworker about certain things. And with Rachel, it's, she's like, she's my sister, you know, it's, uh, it's phenomenal to be able to relate with somebody uh, in that sense. Yeah. So I wish everyone could have a Rachel with them. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And everybody should have a Letty as well. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it makes a huge amount of difference. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, my cat has decided now to make a ton of noise. Sorry about that. If you guys are hearing <laughs> that. Um, the, what was I? I have no idea. My cat just distracted me. I was going to say something, and now it's gone. Um, <laughs> um, 
working with Rachel. Yeah, working with a, with another woman. And so you guys, you have taken in a bunch of apprentices. Tell us about that. Like, what does that look like? How are people finding you? How, what are you doing? Yeah, so people are really just reaching out to us, um, interested in joining Via the social trade. media? Yeah, social media. Thank God for that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, um, I know. <laughs> connections. Um, yeah, but people are just messaging us um, that are going to welding school or they're interested in the trades. And we just asked our supervisors if it would be cool to bring in a student. And they were all for it. Like That's most so companies, cool. like legality issues, um, most companies won't allow that. So the fact that ours did, we're like, oh, like, oh my God, okay, yeah. let's go with this. Um, so yeah, um, we just request that our shadows to come in there. You know, their school gear, their welding gear. Um, and they can't work with us. They're just shadowing. Um, but yeah, they just watch us work and we very cool. describe our, our fit up process and welding process. And then when we get on break, we'll like get some scrap for them to work with. Cause we use spray arc, which is a little different, um, than regular hardwire MIG. Um, what is it's a lot cleaner. Okay. Spray arc. It's just like a, it's a 98 two mix. Uh, and then forgot the wire size. I should probably know that. <laughs> um, but it's just a very, very clean process. Like regular MIG is like it pops and it's loud. But um, this, when you get it dialed in nicely, it's like a hiss. Interesting. Uh, okay. It's different. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we explain that process to them and they just hang out with us. <laughs> nice. How many of these have you done? We've done three so far. Nice. Um, we were going to have more, but when COVID hit, we weren't allowing anyone to come yeah. in the shop. So we're still working on that, getting more people in. Soon, soon. Yeah, soon, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> so jewelry, how did that happen? So um, <laughs> if you followed my other page, um, you guys will know that I love vintage fashion. I love the pinup look. Um, so my love for vintage fashion and my love for welding, I wanted to, you know, further my skill set because that's very important in this industry um, with your profession. And I wanted to learn how to silversmith. It's just like a very intricate process compared to what I do for a living. You know, I work with heavy gauge steel. So yeah, you go from making, really, really big to little yeah, tiny. Yeah, making jewelry is so like intricate and tiny. Um, but welding all day, I mean, is rough sometimes. So when I get home, I get to, it's like my zen. gets calm, calm down and make some jewelry. I started last year. Um, I actually went, uh, I took some jewelry classes. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask if you taught yeah, yourself yeah. or if you took oh, classes. Oh, no, no, no. I wish. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I took some jewelry classes at KP Studio. They're downtown if anyone else is interested. Um, downtown Phoenix, KP that classes. is. Yes, downtown Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we're live. The world is watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I took the beginner and intermediate classes and then kind of just did my own thing from there. But it's been over a uh, little over a year now since I've been awesome. creating. Yeah. Looks like you've got some customers in the audience. Somebody's uh, saying that you're that she loves her ring that you got uh, from you. Cool. So yay, nice. Sophie. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Very, so is there, do you find like there's overlap in the skill sets or are they like two totally different things for you? Of the jewelry and the welding? 
Oh, yeah, they definitely overlap. Like, I did not have to invest in too many tools because my welding tools, like my hammers and stuff, they work with the jewelry. Um, I'm sure there's, like, special jewelry tools, but I, I just use my regular welding tools. I mean, the torch, I use the torch at work and at home, too. It's just a, a smaller torch with the jewelry, obviously, because you'll melt your stuff. Right. <laughs> right. So for anybody who's interested, if you don't already follow her, she does a lot of um, a lot of videos, like kind of showing <laughs> off her jewelry, but also like her process. Like you've done a couple of videos really like showing the detail of how, how you yeah. do it. Yeah. Really cool. Oh yeah. I try to show the process because sometimes when people order things, they're like, all right, it's shipping out tomorrow, right? You're like, no, no, no. Nope. Like, <laughs> it's a, it takes a couple weeks to make something. So yeah, I think it's very important to show the process. And I think people to like appreciate their item more because it is handmade like I make this stuff from scratch yeah it's pretty it's pretty phenomenal I think I think it's really neat. I love your style of your jewelry that you're doing I think it's a mm -hmm. whole, whole lot of fun thank you um <laughs> My brain is going blank. I've had so much caffeine today that I'm like buzzing and it's making all of my thoughts leave my brain <laughs> like this fast. <laughs> um, so what else did I want to talk to you about? So um, what you <laughs> my brain will pop up. What's that? I was like, it'll pop up. It, it'll pop up. It'll pop up. Oh, somebody had actually commented on um, on the fact that you look like a pinup model. You brought up that you like the pinup style. Uh, um, you know, I think often as women, like, especially in women in the trades, we get kind of like pegged into one box and one image. Yeah. What we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to act yeah. like, what we're supposed to be. Um, you, you don't know, look like a welder. Yeah, I get that right. one all the time. Exactly. So how, like, what, how do you handle all of that? And how do you, because I have a ton of respect for you. And I think like the, in general, but specifically, <laughs> like on, on this area, I think there's a lot of um, women, particularly of, of my generation and older who kind of struggle with that, like, fitting in in the automotive industry. Yeah, being feminine, kind of dealing with the balance of of those and you like seamlessly master <laughs> this, right? So how how have you managed that and what do you attribute that to? Yeah, um, so obviously I keep them separate. Like when I'm at work, I'm a, I'm a scumbag. Like I'm dirty, like I don't care about looking good at work. Um, but yeah, as far as like the feminine stuff, um, I think it's important to show others like we don't have to, like you said, be in a box. like. You don't look like a welder. Well, yeah. we all, we look like all sorts of people, you know. Um, uh, when I got into the whole, like, pinup scene, I was – oh, Cooper's trying to get a fly. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was, uh, I think, 15 or 16 years old. So um, my it. other Instagram – yeah, I was super young. Um, my other Instagram was mostly, like, my pinup modeling stuff. Um, and not too much welding because some shops that they don't allow you to share, uh, some of the work that you do. So for a while, my page was only my pinup stuff. So that's what people knew me as like, oh, this pinup girl and she welds like that was the after fact. So right now that I have my, just my jewelry page, like I'm trying to like redefine who I am and what I want to be known for. So like 
the welding and my artwork as a jeweler. Um, but balancing them too. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you feel you get judged for? Oh, in that sense, yeah. Um, like at car shows, obviously, I, I like to dress up at car shows because being in your car hearts and work boots all week, you know, you lose that. I want to feel like a woman and I want to wear a dress and makeup, you know? Yeah. Um, but in that sense, yeah, people do judge me like, oh, you don't have scars or burns on your arms. Like, you, you don't do that work. Like, why are you lying? So in that sense, it's a little annoying, but I kind of use that to my advantage too, because if someone could see me dress like this and, you know, they figure out what I do for a living, that might inspire somebody. And we, we definitely need more women in this industry for sure. Yes. Um, a more diverse group of women. So, yeah. A amen to that. Yes. yes. <laughs> do, you, do you ever have this happen to you? This happens to me often where people will walk up to me and without asking first, grab my hands to look at them oh. and inspect them. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I call this my nose breaker ring. So people <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> I get that all the time. Well, I mean, I have tattoos too, so they want to see the tattoos or right. how rough my hands are, which winter time they get pretty rough, as you know. But yeah, absolutely. I don't always find that funny. I'm like, really? Come on. Or like welding burns. Like, PPE is your best friend, please. Like, I hate seeing anybody really, you know, showing off their their skin while they're working like it's important to cover like you only get you know a pair of lungs and a pair of eyes one set that's it yes cheers to that absolutely yeah. i i am um, i'm not a fan of the 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 trend to kind of promote <laughs> non-safe yeah working. oh yeah like, it's not cute it's no. not <laughs> no no it's not and I always think too of like I know the younger generation on my other page I had a lot of like younger women following me. I would never want them to think like oh I have to sexualize myself to be known, you know? Like no, like that's that's not how to do it. Yeah. Like, your yeah. work speaks for itself. Yeah. You shouldn't have to bear down, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. Amen. Amen to that 100%. A we we can we can do the work we can do it well we can be yeah. respected <clears throat> we can still be feminine yeah clearly absolutely. right we can still <laughs> dress up and and have fun and and do all of that but yeah not necessarily all at the same time <laughs> yeah oh yeah like <laughs> you don't dress like that to work <laughs> exactly i like this comment right here it says your skills have nothing to do with how you look exactly absolutely 100 percent. or yes. as a as somebody i heard wisely say that the tools don't know your gender yeah exactly the tools don't know i like that mm. <laughs> um what um how so you grew up in a family that was really into this whole world and mm -hmm. you have a heritage of women, which I think is just <laughs> so amazing. Um, I mean, you, you had trailblazers in your family, like women oh, yeah. back in the day who were doing this. Um, mm -hmm. Did you, when you decided to be a welder, was it totally accepted and, and cool with your family or how, how did that roll? 
Oh, yeah. My parents were so supportive, which, I mean, I, I've had a lot of mentors growing up. So when I told everybody, like, I want to go to school for welding, they're like, well, hell yeah, like, definitely. We could see you doing that. And growing up, I was a huge tomboy. So I think people, like, didn't think too much of it because I've always liked getting dirty and nice. playing sports growing up. So, yeah, my parents, <laughs> they keep commenting, hi, mom and dad. <laughs> hi, mom and dad. <laughs> they were very, very supportive of me doing this. That's awesome. And your your employment experiences, have they been have they been supportive or has it been a mixed bag? Oh, sorry. Say that again. My your, your employers, <laughs> the jobs that you've worked at, have they been oh, supportive yeah. or has it been kind of a mixed bag? Some good, some not. Uh, it's mixed. Um, I hate to say this, but like it's almost expected in the industry. Someday, hopefully it won't be. Everyone will be accepting. But um, yeah, I've worked at some companies. It's like they question because I'm so small, like, oh, well, I don't know if you're strong enough to do this type of work. Um, but then I have other companies like my current one. Um, and then working with the Campbells too, like they're, they're all for it. Like they, like gender is not a problem at all. It's very accepting. So yeah, absolutely. What, um, what is your advice to uh, a young woman entering the industry aside from being an apprentice and going to school? Like what's mm -hmm. dealing with different situations that they might encounter? What's your, your tools for success? Yeah. Um, well, first, um, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my God. If I was saying this to myself years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your advice to the younger you? <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Uh, stick up for yourself more. Um, you deserve to be in this industry. Um, trust your skill set. Um, learn all that you can and pass it on. I feel like, I mean, what I've learned is because of what people have taught me. And now that Rachel and I are taking on shadows, it's like now our knowledge and skill set is being passed down. So I think it's very important to do that as well. I love that so much. I think that's so <clears throat> important. And I love your like very concise, very simple roles for success. <laughs> um, but I, I think it is so important. I think we encounter a lot in the industry where people don't want to share their skill set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's unfortunate. Like, how are you going to pass down your legacy? Like, how are you going to be known if you don't pass down what you know, you know? I mean, I'm sure people will learn a different way. But yeah, I don't get why people are so secretive about their skills in any industry, really. No. And and the other thing that I, I have like a huge gripe with right now <laughs> is like the people who are not only not wanting to share their experience, but actually like make fun of newbies. Like yeah. make fun of people entering the industry and mock them and like. Yeah, my biggest thing, <clears throat> it's like we were all rookies once. Like you didn't know shit once upon a time. Like it's, you know, we've got to obtain these skills one way or another. And I get it. Not everyone has the time to take on apprentice. Like I've sure. learned that in this industry too. And you, you'll just have to find the right shop to take you on and that will be willing um, to teach you those skills. Yeah. They are out there, guys. If you're yes. in a shop that is not yes. so great, um, know that there are good ones out there, whether it's welding, whether it's mechanical, mm -hmm. whether it's body work, whatever it is, like there are yeah. good shops out there and you just got to find the ones that are, that are willing and, you know, 
Yeah. Just keep looking. I mean, each shop that you do work at, um, you're going to learn something, either good or bad, but you are going to pick up something from each shop. Yeah. And sometimes if you're open to it, you wind up learning, like, from the worst situations, too. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, even yeah. if they're horrible, you can learn some of your most valuable lessons from the, <laughs> from the worst places. Yeah. Um, the shop from previous that I learned how to fit rail. Um, yeah, I learned a lot about sexual harassment laws with that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing that we want to learn about. No, but I mean, now I know if I'm ever in that situation again, that I, I know what to do. So are you are you open to talking about that a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It came up in... I think it was last week's happy hour, actually, mm -hmm. about that a little bit. And sexual harassment. Sexual harassment and, you know, the, the, the quandary of, like, to speak up or not speak up, right? Do you, do you say yeah. something? Do you just quit and leave? How do you handle it? And, like, the fear, I think, that a lot of ladies have of getting blacklisted and, like, yeah. oh, if I say something, then no other shop's going to ever want to hire me again because they're going to mm -hmm. think I'm a troublemaker or whatever the case is. What are what are your thoughts on that, and how was that experience for you? I mean, aside um, from being awful, being sexually harassed, but yeah, um, choose your battles. I mean, not every encounter of sexual harassment, I think, is some are worth fighting for, some are not. Um, I guess it just depends what the situation is. But I'll kind of explain what mine was um, because I was fitting at this job. Um, I was using the forklift more, and these forklifts were like huge industrial forklifts and I'm little on me, you know, I was uh, bent over trying to move the forks apart and my supervisor was behind me watching me struggle and they did not maintenance anything at this company. Like everything was old and nothing was oiled. Um, so I was struggling moving these forks apart and he then told me that I needed to put more ass on my body because I was struggling. And at that point, like, I didn't know what to say. Like I was uncomfortable and I've never been in that sort of situation. So I just like <laughs> uncomfortably laughed at him and it bothered me for sure. Cause now I knew he was looking at me in that way. Um, so there was another girl that worked at the shop and she had reported something that a coworker had said something to her. Um, so the office guy talked to us about sexual harassment and yeah. Um, Talk to you, um, to, the, to the ladies or to everybody? For, to us, the ladies only. Interesting. Which is inter yeah, interesting. So he told us, like, if there's anything, like, you're uncomfortable with, like, feel free to talk to us. We want you guys to be safe. So I was like, okay, well, this is a perfect opportunity to tell on my supervisor. Um, so I did. And obviously they had to talk to him about it and after that I was treated so unfairly like I was taken off the fitting table and he had me like grinding the post for the rail for like two weeks straight so wow. yeah I was getting treated really unfairly um and you know he he told everyone that I was gonna sue the company uh because of the sexual harassment thing so nobody was talking to me at this job oh, Rachel was gone by then uh, maybe like two coworkers would like say hello here and there, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that was going on for maybe a month or two. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Cooper's 
barking. That's um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to control that. <laughs> I know. Oh. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, uh, so their retaliation getting, against you. Yeah, which is awful. so getting treated unfairly. Um, so my coworker, he was like the shop lead or something like that. We decided to get some people together to write letters to the owner. Um, people who have quit dealing with the supervisor and people who still work there. Um, and we wrote letters to the owner explaining oh, wow. our situations and nothing became of it. It was swept under the rug. Yes. I love I love the comment from Sophie that even Cooper thinks it's wrong. <laughs> He's mad. Um, yeah, so nothing happened. Like the owner, go. Yeah, the owner did nothing. Um, so I I just waited it out. Um, I didn't entirely know what to do at that point. I was like stressful situation. I felt uncomfortable yeah. and just how he was treating me. Um, Understandably. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the fear, right? I mean, the, yeah. the fear is that we're going to be retaliated against when we speak up. But yeah. I think it's, A, I want to give you props for doing it and for not just saying the one thing, but then taking to the to the next level. And I think- Yeah, the letters. I feel like that tells you everything you need to know, right? Like if you just keep quiet about it, you have to hold on to it and-, and Yeah, it's and gonna just, eat you alive. It does, yes. yes. And then if you say something, either it gets fixed or it doesn't. And if yeah. it doesn't get fixed, then you don't wanna be there. So, yeah. so go. <laughs> right? Yeah, so- um, I waited it out like I, I wanted to leave on my terms yes. um, with this supervisor you know a lot of people got tired of it and they quit and he won and I wasn't gonna let that happen so I just waited out and then Rachel had reached out to me that our current company um, was hiring so I that's when I up and quit yeah. I was like I have a better position now so I, I just left um, yeah that was that so <laughs> the, the quest, the fear that people have is that it's going to stay with them, right? If I complained yeah. at one shop, it's going to, it's going to stay with me and it's going to make it hard for me to be hired. So mm -hmm. true, not true. <laughs> um, sometimes a different situation. One of my friends, um, his company had hired a lady and she complained um, about every little thing. Oh, this guy was looking at me wrong. Like every little thing. Um, and they, I think they let her go. Um, but now that company won't hire any more women because of that situation. So I get, I don't know, I guess it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. And it kind of touches on like, and you and I have talked about this in the past, like whether it's right or wrong, because we're a minority, we kind yeah. of represent all women in the industry. Yeah. And so there is this like pressure of, of if I'm the first woman that's worked at a place, Mm -hmm. their perception of women in the in the in the industry yeah is gonna be based on me and how I behave and yeah. I'm gonna be the one determining whether or not they hire more women in the future which is mm -hmm. a, a, an interesting thing so there's like a yeah. kind of a sense of responsibility there I feel at least yeah oh yeah um the previous company the the bad one <laughs> um he only wanted to hire women because we were you know 
women make better welders and the rail it was like an intricate process so we had to grind down the sides and he thought women did that better so in that sense but I think he was just trying to hire women to be a creep but I don't know interesting yeah interesting <laughs> gosh but it didn't but as far as so that was like a shop that judged future hires based on that other woman experience yeah. but do you feel like you it's hurt you in your future endeavors to have at some point in your past complained about sexual harassment? Oh, I don't think so. Not at all. Um, I needed to do that for myself. You know, um, it hasn't followed me, the company that I work for now. I kind of told them about my situation in my interview, which I probably shouldn't have done that right off the bat. Like, <laughs> Why do you want to leave this job? <laughs> um, like sexual harassment. Um, but yeah, they... They were totally against what that supervisor had did to me. And not only me, but also Rachel and our other female coworker. Yeah. He was just, you know, an asshole to everybody. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think it has followed me in that sense. That's good. I mean, and I think that's, that's reassuring for people to hear, right? Because that's the fear. Yeah. I'm going to get branded. I'm going to get not hired in the future, but any shop that's yeah. not going to hire you because of that is going to be another shop that is going to potentially have these, the same issues. Right? Yeah. If, yeah. Then that's not a right shop to work for. Exactly. Like, oh, you have a sexual harassment issue. Like, right. Well then, yeah, not a good shop to work for. Yeah. I think it's interesting. You brought up the point too, about picking your battles. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some cases I feel like you have to have, pretty thick skin to be in this industry sometimes Sadly. yeah yeah um which my skin has definitely became thick over the years um but yeah um i mean some comments i'll just you know let fly over my head and other things i'm like okay that's not okay to say you know just picking your battles and which person you need to correct in their uh their attitude i guess yeah <laughs> Presentation is everything. How something is said <laughs> makes a world of difference. You see, in can that you hear Cooper pretty yeah. loud? Oh my god! Let me tell my boyfriend to get him. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, we can we can still hear you. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's can fun. you get him? Sorry. Yeah, you can hear it. Rachel said her dogs are getting all crazy because they can hear Cooper. Right, of course. <laughs> Somebody, Patrick, said all welders talk shit about others' welds. Um, depends. I don't know. I feel like there's been, and tell me if it's the same on the welding side, I feel like mm -hmm. there's certain behavior that's just been accepted throughout the yeah. years, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it should be that way. Yeah. And, like, we can choose something different. Like, we can choose to change the way our industry looks. Like, we don't have to make fun of the newbies. We don't have no. to make fun of each other. We don't have, we shouldn't have to have thick skin to be yeah, in this right? industry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately we do, but we shouldn't mm -hmm. have to. <laughs> yeah. I, I always have a, a kind of mixed feeling about that when I hear people say like, well, if you, if you don't have a thick skin, you just won't cut it in this industry and you just won't make it and you have to have a thick skin. I, I hate that phrase. I know. Like, I hate telling people, like, oh, this is expected. You know, you're going to get harassed or yeah. you need to toughen up a little. But, yeah, I I hate it. Like, why can't I just be me in this industry? <laughs> right.
Right. One day, maybe. I mean, we think about like how few women were involved when your grandmother was yeah. involved, right? And yeah. where we're at now and just the change that's happened in, mm -hmm. in my lifetime and your lifetime within our industries. I think it's, I think it's coming. I think it's coming. Um, somebody just said that they're helping their daughter start an all-girls garage. How cool is that? Ooh, that's cool. How old is your daughter? Yeah. That's kind of an important question. Missy <laughs> um, Weld saying that most people in the Weld community on Instagram are very welcoming to newbies. I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think so. I feel like the welding community is more accepting than some of the other areas of, of the automotive industry. Because mm -hmm. you've been in a couple of different areas of things. You've been on industrial, you've been in automotive, you've been in the campers, you've kind of been around the scene for a long time. Do you, do you feel like different areas are more accepting than, than others? Um, in the sense of like being a female or? Or oh. even just of being a newbie or just being, newbie. you know, coming yeah. into the industry, male or female, but particularly mm -hmm. female. Um, I feel like I've been pretty much welcomed in all industries. Um, when I started off, it was in automotive. Um, so... I don't know. I wasn't doing like uh, some of the work the other guys were because I was new and still learning. But I feel like I've been pretty welcomed in the industry. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. This guy, the little sister aspect. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I made some some big brothers <laughs> at the shops that I've worked at. Absolutely. Yeah. Take you under their wing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's the important part is like finding the right people. Even if you're in your crappy shop, there's mm -hmm. always, or hopefully there's always going to be at least like one person who's willing to treat you well and take you under their wing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, um, what do you feel like have been your biggest challenges because of your gender or just in general, the industry? Like what's been the biggest challenge you've faced coming, getting to where you're at? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. hmm. I don't know. I guess experience. Um, most shops, they want to hire somebody with like 10 years experience. I'm like, okay, well, I need those experience, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> I've been How am I welding... supposed to get experience if nobody yeah. will give me a chance to get experience? I know. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, good luck with that. Um, but yeah, I've been welding since 2014. So I have almost six years now, which crazy how fast time flies i feel like i've done a lot yeah. in the industry from you know automotive restoration to manufacturing and structural now so yeah you've done yeah. you've done a ton yeah i i wish more shops and businesses would get over this idea of only hiring the super experienced person because yeah, yeah where where do you where do you learn yeah if nobody will give you a shot Absolutely. Like an experienced person can have bad habits, you know, versus a rookie with no bad habits yet. They're willing to learn. Yes. I feel like someone who's new wants to learn and they're excited about this new profession. So yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah. Give them a chance. Raise them up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're wanting sure. to learn. Um, Unobtainium saying that training isn't a priority these days. And I, I think it's so true. And I think that's why mm -hmm. we're dealing with a shortage of welders and a shortage of mechanics. Yeah. And because we do have people interested 
And then they get scared off because we're mean to them. We make fun <laughs> of them and we don't give them opportunities to start That's out. Job. Yeah, loving jokes. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, how do we expect there to be more people in the industry if we won't train people, if we won't yeah. give them an opportunity? Of course. So. Which I think is so important to like what you guys do, you know, host classes, intro classes to things to get people interested. Because some people, you know, it's a cool idea to do that, but then they realize like, oh shit, I can't have nails, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I think having like intro classes in that sense to get people curious to try about, it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, so biggest challenge is experience. Interesting. Okay. What, um, what are you most proud of in, in this industry thus far in your career? What's your oh shining? Gosh. All of it, really. I mean, every shop that I've been at, I've, I've picked up a new skill. I've met some awesome people through the years, too. So, I don't know. I just, what I do in general is I'm, I'm very, very proud of what I do. Um, As you should be. Yeah, especially branching out my skill sets, too. So, yeah, hopefully to pass that down to somebody else someday. <laughs> Are you taking on apprentices in your jewelry making business? Uh, <laughs> I actually have one of our shadows, Zoe. I don't know if she's watching or not. She's coming over on Sunday. She wants to watch me uh, make some jewelry to nice. see how that metal works. Yeah. I work with like 20, 22 gauge uh, sterling silver. So that'll be fun to teach someone to do that. Well, if you ever decide to teach a class, sign yeah. up, let me know. Okay. I would totally Definitely. love to do that. Awesome. <laughs> I can, I can totally imagine you said it was like your Zen and I can totally imagine how that is like oh, a, yeah. a meditation. It's, it's so calming, like, you know, working in the hot heat in Arizona, like in your work gear, welding, it's, it's tough. So when I get home, I could just yeah make a piece of jewelry, whatever comes to mind. It's awesome. I love it. So where can people find your jewelry? Where can people find you if they want to order stuff, if they want to follow you? Where do people find you? Oh, say that again. We kind of broke oh, up. Oh, did we right break there. up? Um, yeah. So if people want to buy your jewelry, um, where where can they find it? Um, so right now I'm just selling through Instagram. Okay. Eventually I want to make a website, but how I make my collections is a little different. Um, so like I will just make the tops of the jewelry and then give the customers options to turn it into like a necklace or a ring oh, cool. um, or a cup. So they just order through Instagram. I don't know how to like type that into a website yet because it's a little confusing sometimes. But um, yeah, so I do a little different. You could... Uh, purchase my jewelry uh i have a little thing on my bio of available pieces okay um but because jewelry is not my full-time job I, I do like small collections at a time and they usually sell out which is good awesome. so make sure you get on get in on that when i do launch my collections awesome <laughs> very cool so the main place people can find you is on instagram yes yes only on instagram okay and it is the name Saguaro Blossom. Uh, 
Jules? Yes, War of Blossom Jewels. All right. And I will have a link to it, obviously, in this in this oh, IG live, which will live over in my IGTV. So if you like her jewelry, definitely go check her out. Check out um, all of the amazing stuff that she does. Thank um, you. So we don't have a whole heck of a lot of time left um, because Instagram kicks us off after a while. So oh, an hour, I, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> any, any final things you want to share with everybody? Final words of advice? Hmm. Somebody said, see you at the get down. Yes. Oh, are you uh, going to be Dino's, in Dino's, Dino's get down? Yes. I will be at Dino's get down. Uh, Rachel and I are working the switch suspension booth. So nice. come say hi. Yay. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome. Um, I don't know. I think that's it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> sounds good. Well, for anybody who doesn't already follow Letty, make sure that you do head over to Saguaro Blossom Jewels. Check out her work. Order some jewelry. Isn't it freaking gorgeous? Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> show her some love um oh also i did actually want to say you guys are doing you and rachel are doing the trades late trades folks get togethers are you doing more of those yeah we want to um we just had one yesterday uh for a tuesday work night i say it was a pretty good turnout nice um you know with covid happening uh, a lot of us weren't able to meet up so we're trying to make these reoccurring nice um probably have them at like different spots of the valley awesome. east side and west side so awesome. we'll definitely be having more of those very cool very yeah. cool so ton of stuff that Liddy's got going on so make sure you follow her check her out <laughs> give her some love if you're in the valley um, come see us all at uh, at dino's get down and yes. um, and yeah, <laughs> so with that, we will send everybody off. I will thank you very, very much for joining me. Um, I need your address. You. So send me a message with your address so I can send you your, your happy hour gift. Oh, cool. Thank uh, you. Awesome. <laughs> and make sure you guys all tune in again next week for our next guest. So um, yay. Thank right. you, Bogey. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you. I love you to pieces and I can't wait to get to work with you again. <laughs> I know. Please let me know. I, yes. I miss working on cars. Absolutely. I miss it. We got a ton of welding to do, so. All right. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, have a fantastic rest of your night. Fantastic rest of your week. Thank Bye, you. everybody. Thanks for Bye. joining in. Be safe. Be good to one another. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.